Good morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm Dr. J, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Mindful Media Show. Our show will be bringing you an applicable, useful, and entertaining relationship conversation with generational perspectives. We are live on Fridays from the Netherlands at 8 p.m. CST, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. CST, and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello, hello everyone, and I'm Dr. Estella, and welcome again. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our Mindful Media Journal. We have a new journal out that's going to be launching in the end of the month, uh, so please uh, subscribe. Uh, we'll have a lot of mindful information for the mind, spirit, and body, and the main thing about it is we want to keep you aligned, and that's what that journal will do. Um, you'll find an, an invitation to that on the Strategic Ladies site. So just go there, sign up. We promise not to overwhelm you with emails. We will be mindful of that, like we always are. Definitely. So, Jay, how are you doing today? You know, I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's it's evening now here in Netherlands, which is cool. And you know what's so cool right now is that I'm not used to, you know, we're used to the California weather. It's kind of cool, like, seeing the change of season, even though I'm, like, wrapped up in a blanket right now. <laughs> Well, you know, we always do this mindful check-in, so I'm asking her this question really early because I see that she has a blanket on. We happen to be together right now, and it's so funny, but um, tell them how I was, Jay, today. When I when I went outside, I said, oh, my God, it's so crisp, and I love it. She, she is so Hollywood. It's going to be hard to knock that Hollywood out. <laughs> because she's like, oh, my God, the leaves. And I love it. Hot chocolate. Well, like, whatever. It's interesting because, I mean, some parts of California, like our producers up in kind of the, his weather changes, like right. Jamal's weather changes and the weather. But I mean, I was in an area in California where it was either beach where it's very nice, stayed the same, or hot where we just left. Where yeah, it was totally it was hot. So, hot. so we never got a seasonal perspective at all. So Not we at all. Really, really. So I'm love definitely it. getting my wake up call because my uglies <clears throat> are definitely in use. For yep, sure. yep, yep. So, so then, how are you doing? I, um, you know what? I'm doing great. I, um, I'm, I'm getting a lot accomplished, uh, and um, I'm excited because Jay and I both have been involved in a lot of projects, and we yes. just uh, we're, actually today I'm excited about today because today we have an opportunity to bring in one of our partners, Helmet Wolf, who we're going to be interviewing yes. today, and he's one of our strategic partners. We're partnering on our uh, with our uh, interviews, and, and our, so we're just really excited to have him as one of our partners. So you'll get to talk to Helmet today, which I'm really excited about. And he'll share some things with you, even the fact that he's a little mindful there. Yes, I'm excited <laughs> to hear about some of the stuff that he has to talk about. I'm also excited. I forgot to say something else. I'm excited about my book's going to be coming out. Oh, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, about, excited that. about that. And I've had good, good, um, uh, I guess you could say not reviews. Would you say reviews? Feedback. And Feedback. And here's the thing. Be sure to read the, uh, the forward. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. Here's guys. the funny part about it's not actually funny. It's, it's important that you read the forward because I wrote it. Really? She's going to say something like really bad. I'm like, excuse my cough, guys. I'm getting a little bit of cough. Me too. Listen, guys, I apologize. I'm serious. The forward is going to be the bomb. Because it's going to introduce you to the wonderful book. I'm serious. I read, I, I helped edit the book. Uh, we also paid an editor to do it because we wanted to make sure it's top notch. But Jay wrote a beautiful book. Um, 
I do, it's um uh kind of a what would you call it a like a sci-fi fantasy like a romance. sci-fi fan- fantasy yeah romance it's a whole bunch of stuff to me but I guess you, people consider it a paranormal romance yeah and it's really really good and that's just part two she's already started the second one so yeah. please read it it will be coming out we, we thought the best date to release that would be Halloween definitely the marketers October 31st. we are so yes. we're gonna release it in uh, it's in Halloween and hopefully. Um, sure. We're going to actually try to get some translations into other languages so we could actually yeah. get into bookstores here. Those are but Barnes and Nobles always hooks us up yes. in the States. We may have to go back there to do Ooh, that. Well, I yeah. definitely so. so. So we're airing live from the Netherlands. Yes. We are mindful. But you still can call us at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. And you can speak with us live. Yes. So call in, listeners. And any questions you have for our guests or ourselves, please call. So, Jay, mm-hmm. you know, we are mindful media. We're mindful people. So tell me about it. I know you've looked up some quotes uh, yes. for today, and I want to give one to our listeners so we can just kind of meditate on that. And if you don't know, if you're not into mindfulness and not into um, mind, body, and spirit and being aligned, it's really important to ground your day. I always tell people, you start your day. Don't let yourself start. Don't let your day start you. So it's important to really make sure that we stay aligned. And Jay's going to share with you a quote that might align us a little bit today. Right? You know, it's funny that the, the quote that I found was actually relates to what you're talking about, the, the hecticness of the world. And this quote said, when we get too caught up in the busyness of the world, we lose connection with one another and ourselves. And this is by Jack Kornfield. Interesting. When we get too caught up uh-huh. in the business busyness of the world, we lose connection with one another and ourselves. That is so, so true. It's true. If you're too busy, you don't have time to connect with yourself or anyone else. And I can relate to that because um, when the time I was in a corporate environment that sucked the life out of me, true. and I lost connection with my family. I was present with them, kind of, but I wasn't present. So mindful, I was not focused on them, but I was there. Yeah. So I really so wasn't you, present. You were physically there, but emotionally you weren't present. Emotionally there, and I got caught up in the <clears throat> activities of the world. Correct. Yeah. So I tell you, it's it's important to just. I love. Uh, I went to a, a good friend of mine had his fiftieth birthday, mm-hmm. same age as me. Interesting. Um, I thought you were forty. <laughs> <laughs> he had his birthday party, and he was amazing. He um his sons got up and talked about him. The the Paulins. And one of the things they said, that boy said, no, my daddy works hard, but he's always here and always present. And I just almost was in tears to see a guy who's a corporate executive, huge in a company. I think it's VP maybe or yeah, president. Um, but to be present with his family means a whole lot. He's a great father. And that, and that's a, that's an example of making sure that you have work-life balance. So important. Love it. Love right? it. Love it. Love it. So, you guys, I want you to hold on for a second. We're going to be right back. We're going to bring back our special guest, Helmet Wolf, which we're so excited. He also goes by the Wolfman. So make sure if you have any questions, call at 310-928-7733. We'll be back in one moment. Do his job. You want to get off and be a hero? He took a box cutter and tried to cut the problem. And he missed. When he missed... Another attempted murder. I left him in the grass. His over there. His over there. Blood. That's a little story. I'm from the crack rock back blocks where they sold mad rock. Where they've been hustling since the days of young mad lot. Nations of the gods in the earth say, what's the map? I scream supreme, white supreme when he had the abs. I just a young shorty learning how that path rock. Rip my block like a mascot. Oldies in the crack spot with rainbow collections and caps. That's mad tops, blue tops, tan tops, these in a black drop. Big homie said that you know fed fed though. It's like being suffocated and watching your ear go. Listen at the feeling, your future fetish for coming death. With parole, doubles asking young and is you gunning yet? Prison name teach me a thing, but don't get caught again. Just a ghetto fight. I enjoy the slaughter, man. Whether low time, petty hustlers or all the men. Time to carry on tradition, low homie, guard you can. Brothers only worship each other's heart. You guard your man. You gon' ride or die, cause I ain't gon' question hard again. We're faced with a question like that. 
from your own blood, you question your destiny. Are you meant to be a thug with black masks and black gloves, or are you my mistake? Maybe it's a reason you see life from a different angle. Feel twisted like the wrist in a ghetto weight, we ain't Yes, you were became a man at 12, so make moves. For the missus back in the days who was kissing us And this back in the days who was dissing us It's a lot of names and not enough bars to pull the lists up Way before the clips of us, back when it was fisticuffs Yeah, it was six of us, I wonder what the group would be If they changed like puberty, pull the scrutiny I'm thinking back to stupidly You was me, cutting, ducking, truancy And chilling with who used to be alive The gym, get your eyes like crop Water up enough to reenact, know it's time before shy, you was Lewis on even Stevens. We be trying to find a loose drinking. Cause when you young, watch your porn, see him freaking your imagination, fantasy, alters your wishes, dreaming. Corrupted and disrupted at the hormones that erupted. Innocence interrupted, so this ain't back in the days. Quick the bucket, bus wigs, touch kids, fingerprints and dusted. Now, little kill, I'm rhyming the L's. Stealing concealed, it's running like a Simon and Grills. Too many getting knocked, it's not they can't erase the D's. Too many getting knocked, it's they can't erase the D's. Guard your female siblings, that block and take your sister. Here, hands cut, crack for green rock, take the sister. Welcome back to the Speedy Blaze Radio Show. My name is Dr. Stella, and again, uh, we are back with Jay, Dr. Jay, and we're back with our special guest today, Helmet Wolf, a.k.a. the Wolfman. we got to ask Helmet what that means. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. <laughs> but we're actually, our topic for this show today is going to be strategic relationships and being mindful. Right. And Helmet has a lot of experience with that. Hi, Helmet. Hey, Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. So we have to introduce you a little bit with all the things. You know, The Wolfman has released several albums and singles. He's done all self-producing with all of this. His style is omnipotent. Is that how I say it? Omnipotent. Yeah, interesting. Ranging all the way. Omnipotent. Yes, mm-hmm. ranging all the way from new age to rock to funk to urban to reggae, trance, and dance. You are very versatile, Mr. Wolfman. Just like <laughs> a wolf, I guess you could say. <laughs> and next to being an accomplished musician and producer, Helmet, a.k.a. the Wolfman, is the director of Wolf Entertainment, which is amazing as well. A multi-level music production promotion company and distribution company based in Australia. Now, I didn't know you were based in Australia. That was interesting news. Yeah, the company Wolf Entertainment, the actual entity of the company is uh, based in Australia. You need to register a company somewhere, and that's uh, where it's registered. Because I lived 24 years in Australia. Okay, okay. And so that's where it started seven and a half years ago. And I have a co-director in in Melbourne who holds down the fort and does all the administrative stuff while I kind of live all over the place. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so you, so now you're based in the south of France, right? I think. You no, said. I think it's just there. I live in Germany, and I'm often in France. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, um, again, we're excited about having you in our show. I know you've done a lot, Helmet, and we're we're a relationship and a mindful media show. So, we wanted to get your perspective on on how your business and the business that you're in. I know a couple of people from from our experience together that have signed on to your label or have, have been working with you and they're very happy. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, I want to go back in time. I want to go back to so you, you, got you as an artist. Yes. Start with you. Tell us a little about the Wolfman. How you got the name Wolfman? <laughs> Look, uh, my name is Helmut Wolf. <laughs> uh, in German, it's Helmut Wolf. Oh. And, um, over the years, you know, playing, uh, some people started calling me Wolfman. And that kind of stuck. And then 
at some point my artist name became Wolfman. Before that I had, I had other artist names. At some point I was called Dr. Mad. I had the band called Dr. Mad and the Misfit Clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had the bullshit band. So it kind of evolved and grew into the Wolfman. So that's what stuck and that's what I've been using as my artist name the last 15 years or so. Wow, I like it. Well, you know, my granddaughter loves wolves, so um, I don't, you know, she, uh, that was, that's her thing. She draws some beautiful ones. Yeah. They're very smart animals, very strategic, yes. you know. Very, very much so, yes, yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah, very much so. And so your, your career as an artist, like you not only are managing these people, but you're producing have, them, but you have the experience too. Of so, being an artist. Yeah. So, so, tell, so tell us a little bit of how you got started in music. What was you know, your inspiration to get into music yourself? Uh, look, my first kind of job job in the music scene was when I was 12 years old and I had friends, they had a rock band in my school and they were like two, three years older and they played gigs, fest, little festivals. And so I signed up with them as a roadie and um, started to carry equipment around and learn how to plug things in and there was a guy called Wawa, and uh, he was the kind of engineer of the band, and he started. He taught me mixing. He was my first teacher in mixing sound. Mm. Yeah, and then two years later, at 14, I, I never wanted to learn an instrument because I kind of... Uh, it was synonymous for me with uh, uh, a struggle and pain because I watched my sister playing keyboard and it was somehow always in struggle. And so I didn't want to know about it. And then one school teacher came to me one day and said, this is a flute. And he gave me a, a flute and said, oh, my wife is going to give you lessons for free. And I just couldn't say no to him. So the music teachers always thought I was very musical. And they always said, play an instrument. I no, 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 until the day. So I, I started with, with her. And for about two, three months, I went there once a week and I had to learn the, 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 the boring as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that from piano. Oh, so, um, but she did teach me how to get a sound out of the flute and where to put my fingers. And every Wednesday I went there, I hadn't done my, my rehearsals, I felt guilty, all of that circle. But I learned how to get a sound out of this flute. And so after three months of that, I had been working to make some money and I bought my own flute and I gave it back to him and said, thank you for getting me started. And then I just played. From then on, I played along with my records. Um, few months later, I had the first little gig with the band. My brother was playing in that band, and they let me at the last two songs on stage and play. And I'm just 14. No idea what I'm doing. So that's how I got started. So interesting. You're, you, so it sounds like you, you said your brother played as well. You came from a family of musicians? or My father... Um, my oldest brother also played guitar when he was young. And my next older brother still plays guitar now. He's a very good guitarist. Uh, but um, my father was a violin player and keyboard player. And uh, I think that's where it comes from. So see, it was in your blood. So yeah. so, so Wolfman, what um, led you to becoming or going to a different venture into producing for other artists and starting Wolf Entertainment? Long story that, um, uh, to, to make it short, what led me to produce other artists was uh, a long time working on producing my own music, learning from other producers, working with other producers, watching them doing it in studios, uh, being in the studio as a recording artist and you know picking up what they are doing, a mix and a combination of all of that. And... Um, it kind of grew from there. And then uh, with Wolf Entertainment, I do not produce all the artists. Most of the most of the music that we bring out is, is produced by the artists with their team. So uh, I just sometimes uh, I help people or they send me a, a new song or, and I give them feedback. And so in that sense, I'm kind of the, uh, the last quality control uh, okay. of what gets released. Uh, because I, I I really just want to have good quality music on the label. Good, good. So that so so that 
that takes a lot of trust. The artist must really trust your opinion. Um, how do you get people to feel like they can trust your opinion? Because you know something about it's something about uh, creativity and art in the art form and in all different forms. A lot of times, creative people don't like to be told they need a correction. How do you work toward that? Uh, I think a combination of uh, communication and being able to talk to them so they don't get pissed off with me, and and uh, and experience. And also just, you know, if I say something to them, I don't say to them as if I'm all-knowing God, but I say, hey, I hear this. What do you think? And, we, you know, we can talk about it and work on it. There's a, there's a good friend, one of our, our guys in, in uh, Australia, Benjamin Balangari. He's an Aboriginal singer-songwriter. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I actually produced about seven years ago, I produced his first single in my studio in Sydney back then. And since then, he has released now a good 10, 12 really top songs. And he has his own studio, and I taught, I helped him a little bit what to do, how to set it up. And it's very funny because for a while, before when he sent me stuff, I said to him, hey, how about this, what about this? And st- so he went back and fixed it. And now he, when he sends me something new, he and his wife... They ha- they put on the Helmut ears and they said, "What do you think? Is Helmut gonna like it or not? If he doesn't like it, we have to work on it and make it better." Oh, that's funny. So he has as far his own creativity and and his own mastery in mixing, mastering, production. And right now, for me, most of the tracks he sends to me, I say, "Wow, great!" So it's kind of like, and with like that, I have many different relationships with all the artists. Well, we know being in the relationship business that that that, that that's what it's important, uh, aligning and being able to have those good relationships to move any project and any any person forward. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. good that you have that. So um, you're right now. You have a uh, a song that we were going to play, and unfortunately, we we don't have it right now. We're going to try to play it toward the end of the show. But tell us a little bit about your music. I, I love that piece. You wrote it. The one that, that song is called Spring in Sydney, and uh, I wrote it, I played all the instruments on it, I mixed it, mastered it, everything. Wow. Um, that's just a kind of a, a feel-good reggae kind of thing with a soprano sax melody. And um, the story was that I, I wrote the song and recorded the song, and then uh, my family, we moved to from Sydney to Melbourne, and lived there for one and a half years or so. And then we moved back to Sydney, and it was spring. And I was on the motorbike, and Melissa and the two kids were in the car. We're driving like a convoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was spring, and it started to get warm. And spring in Sydney, the melody came to my head. And I said, wow, it's spring, and we're going to Sydney. So we wow. then filmed the video clip for the song as well. So that's a bit of a story with that. Tell us, tell us. That's the story. <laughs> that was the story. Oh, I thought that was, was the story. I thought it was going to be more. Spring in Sydney, what's happening? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Spring in okay. Sydney. So it's a, and the video is just beautiful scenes uh, of Sydney Harbour and the different beautiful locations in Sydney uh, with me acting as if I played a song, yeah. I, 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 I don't have, you know, that's not my... Um, industry you know i'm not in the the entertainment industry so to speak where i you know but when i usually i have a really good ear for things that are going to be successful and i really listened to that song and i liked it right away it takes a while for me it was the truth it takes a while for me to like something a lot of times and then it clicks it but right away i really like that song so so kudos to you not that i'm the greatest critique but I usually am kind of lucky I fall into that luck where when I hear something it was really nice nice sound you did a great job on that and the fact Thank that you, you did it much. all <laughs> yeah because I had Thanks. it was funny when you sent it to me I'm like wait this is that sounds really good right away <laughs> so it's interesting so Helmut now we're you know you're, we're mindful people and at one point another side of your life which I want to bring out to, to, to the listeners and again you guys can call in and at 310-928-7733 if you have any questions for Helmut. But um, you were into a little bit of 
a holistic practice. You were a holistic practitioner as well. And I know you said you went, you worked at Human University or Human uh, and you just. <laughs> so tell it's me called, a little bit. It's, it's called Human University. Oh, you mean okay? Tell me a little Human bit. Human University, yes. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. I know that because uh, that was an interesting part of your life that I think. Yeah, I'm very interested to hear about that because she was telling me in regards to about the healing. So I would love to hear about your part that you took place, what you did in that university. Yeah, so again, it's called Humaniversity. So it's kind of a university for human humans. It's called Humaniversity. Humaniversity. Yeah. Anyway, it's in Holland. It's about 40 kilometers northwest from Amsterdam. Okay. And well, uh, he said another word we'll never he, say. He, yeah, I he, love okay, you. So you have to understand. <laughs> you should see me trying to enunciate these Dutch words correctly. We'll and get there. I'll, hopefully, I'll get there. <laughs> You're sounding so fluent. It's called <laughs> Ech, oh, But you know, after yeah. after five years, you start speaking Dutch with the children, oh. and then after six years, with the grocery. Oh, I mean, oh, the grocery shopping, so don't worry. Oh, the grocery. Yeah, you see me at Albert Heine. And you know what? I've tried to find turkey bacon for the longest, I don't and all they bacon. have is pork. So I give up. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a vegan right now when it comes yeah. to... Oh, God. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. So um, that was an institute created by a person called Varesh Yusun, who was a... Um, he he had um, completed Phoenix House in New York, uh, which was for for uh, drug addicts, junkies and stuff. Okay. And so after he became completed Phoenix House, he was then sent to Amsterdam to open a clinic, uh, and as Phoenix House, also drug addiction treatment. So the the concept of that was a, a therapeutic community, uh, and they were run pretty tough. So you had haircuts and you had you know, dishpan, and you, you were yelled at. And so quite a tough uh, therapeutic community style. And also out of that came 48-hour marathons, which was originally designed to break down the resistance for people with drug abuse who have, you know, it's difficult to get to their emotions because they are so good in, uh, you know, shooting it all up. So... Um, that was where he came from, and then there was, and he started to do workshops in his hospital, and run his little community. And then there was a lady, Samadi Vinen, and she was in the workshops, and they, um, they got together and started the an institute. It was called uh, at the beginning Grada Rajnish, and it was in The Hague. And at the same time, also they became a disciple of. Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, or as he later was called, Osho, a spiritual master from India. Mm. And through him, the whole flavor changed, and it came more uh, spirituality into it, and meditation, and being in the moment, and, uh, you know, a whole, the whole Eastern side. And then they, I went, I went there first time around 1980, and I started to train. I did the first marathon with them in the early 80s, and um, I was just blown away. I just also had met the spiritual master, and my whole world changed. Suddenly, uh, it's like the the veils had come down, and for the first time, I saw trees, and for the first time, I saw people, and for the first time, I saw direct in the uh, reality around me. And uh, so I went into training with them. Mm-hmm. I was still studying in Cologne. Um, and then I went to, after two years, while I was still living in Germany, um, I moved to Holland and became a junior staff trainee. And was then in staff training for about a year, one and a half years, something like that. And then I became a staff member. And, yeah, then uh, I was assistant director of the community as uh, also with, I had a studio there always so I was always pushing the arts in the whole system and uh, left there uh, late 1990 so it's kind of in, in a short version are you still practicing now practicing what 
the mindfulness, the meditation, the, the things you learn? Um, I don't think I can ever stop doing that because it's who I have become. So it's a it's a matter of I, I don't sit down and meditate. I don't um, do yoga or any technique or anything like this. But my thing, my meditation is to be in the moment and to be as creatively positive as I can be every moment with the world I am in. So that's kind of what it comes down to. And today, for example, I, I'm working on this song and I had three, four hours just working on the song and playing saxophone and recording and mixing and just getting into it. And then it's like I'm lost. Then I'm just in a creative, complete creative space, which is just the best. You know, it's interesting. I love that. I love that answer because you, you don't work. What mindfulness is all about is being focused and being in the moment. Correct. And I love the answer you gave. It's not people think you have to be. Well, everybody's mindful in a different way, correct? Don't you believe? Right. I think people think you have to be in this yoga, meditative state, yoga pose, or right. you have to be in this meditative <laughs> state. And you have to be, you know, you know, go somewhere else in this realm. Well, that's not really what, what I mean. Yes, you can experience a lot of different things in a practice of meditation and mindfulness, but the whole thing is it just means being focused. So I was glad to hear that. Yeah, and I'd like to add also to that, uh, it's not always easy to just do that or being that space. Um, uh, many people who really don't have any idea, and there are many out there of that space, they need help or they need some nudges to, uh, which I needed as well, or which I was lucky to receive. Uh, they need an, a little nudge or some help to open up to that space, and then we, I mean, we're running around with so much garbage, uh, especially emotionally, uh, that most people have absolutely no possibility to express because the society is completely not set up for that. So, you know, a lot of people walking around with these emotions that they are not aware of, but they are controlling and running their lives because they have never really had a chance to look at them or to express them or to feel them again, stuff like right. that. And so no, exactly right. in that sense, I was really, really lucky because our training was, we were screaming a lot and just feeling pain and fear and anger, but in a safe environment, so that at the other end, when you come out of that, you can actually experience love and people loving you in the moment and, and let that sink in for a moment, you know? Yeah, it's almost like you have to empty yourself to fill yourself. Because I think, yeah. that, I think that one of the things that they teach in, in mindfulness is a lot about emptying your mind and emptying the clutter. But then after you've done that, what, what do you fill it with? If you need to fill it with something good, pure, beautiful so that you can experience the love that you need to be in the, and 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 know what that feels like so i totally agree with you i think you're on point with that so yeah and also um, i don't know really the i mean i know the word mindfulness but i don't know if there's an organization or a technique or a structure behind it but when you say mindfulness also talks about to enter yourself that is not easy because how the hell do you do that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> empty your mind and before you know it, your mind is back and, and your emotions are staring underneath. So how do you actually do that is an interesting question. Well, and, and, and it does take training of the mind and I, and you never really I empty. You, empty it. you don't really pause. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you pause and you don't really empty it. But what, what mindfulness helps you do is be able to handle, like I always tell people when they're in a situation of meditation, the, the, even though you're you're not focusing on some of the clutter that was in your mind before, things are going to always come in to interrupt your thoughts or, or focus. If you're focusing on the breath or if you're focusing on music or whatever you're focusing on, something's going to interrupt it. What mindfulness does is train you to be able to handle that, acknowledge what is interrupting you and move it out of your way so you can focus on what you need to. Yeah, so the whole and in order, in order to do that, you need to be able to look at your mind as something separate and when some yeah. a thought comes in and you have actually a choice if you want to let that thought fly through or if you want to actually want to latch onto it 
And that's how we really you know, often create our own reality. You know, you have a thought coming in, it's really like not a nice thought, and you latch onto it before you know that's your world. Right. Or you let that thought fly through and focus, as you say, on something else and, and something nice, and, and suddenly you have a beautiful experience. Exactly. Yep. So, Wolfman, we have three mindful questions that we ask all of our guests. So, we just have to ask you these and just want your thoughts on them. One of the first ones are, how do you maintain mindful relationships, whether it be in your your home life or your business? How are you maintaining those mindful relationships? Well, communication, I would say, is very important to, to just say how it is and put things on the table and be honest. Um Loving relationships, so you, you know, you, you put yourself in the position of the other person as well. And, you know, you put yourself in their shoes. And uh, the third one, um, yeah, you have to be really in the moment and be with you who you are in order to actually have the, ex the experience of the relationship with anybody at any moment. And that's with the bus driver, it's with your family, it's with... You know, it's with everybody. It's every moment. Um, yes. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not holy. Sometimes I freak out at my son or my my wife. or my, uh, I have fights also. I'm, I'm not like a, a holy man with a, you know. But as much as I can in my world, in my reality, to be in the moment and be as loving as I can. Of course. I so love we're, that. And we're you just, human and you're honest. And I you just that. described emotional intelligence 101 for people. So that's great. Right. Yeah. The so, second question is, um, <laughs> tell us something in your life that you would do differently if you had been more mindful. Say that again, please. Tell us something in your life that you would do differently if you had been more mindful at the time. Huh. So, so few, few things coming up, few things coming up. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one on top of the ladder right now is a little while ago, my oldest brother is, um, he did something really not nice to me. And I told him, and I told him to fuck off and uh, I never want to see him to, again and never talk to him again. And I hope one day he needs some help and there's nobody there for him to help him. So I'm not too, I'm not too happy how I handled that situation. I hope. I hope in time, I hope in time it's going to stretch out a little bit. You're honest. I love it. I love it too. That's awesome. So, you know what? But you know what? The truth of the matter is that sometimes we let our emotions overtake our my our, our and, and also mindful. though come on also guys sometimes that needs to be said <laughs> she's like you see that see, well, see it I goes deeper for me i think for me i'm the youngest of, of uh, five kids and oh, wow. uh, i think i think i always wanted to be you know accepted by my two older brothers and that kind of never happened so oh. right now i think i'm i for the first time i've grown up and i've stopped eating shit and right. so let's see now what happens, you know. All right. So brothers out there, be mindful. <laughs> of yeah. Forgiveness. And, yeah, and too mindful to each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah be mindful of each, each other. Forgive. Right. Love and understand someone else's perspective. Right. So we're, we're putting that energy out there. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. One last question. Hmm. What is the one thing you plan to do with a more mindful approach? Um. It sounds a little bit corny, probably, what I'm going to say, but uh, when I stopped being a therapist after doing it for eight or ten years, uh, traveling the world, running workshops, teaching people to love themselves, about their emotions, all of that, um, at the same time, I was always a musician from early on, as you know. Um, and I, there were many reasons why I stopped why I left the university, why I stopped running workshops, I went to Australia. So a long story, but um, a big part of that is uh, when I took sannyas with my spiritual master, huh. um, 
I heard him saying, if I have to choose between everything, money, power, philosophy, religion, mathematics, everything, and music, I will choose music because when music is there, love will follow. Mm. So, in that sense, in that in that sense, I have a maybe a little bit of a Jesus complex, you know. I really would like to be part of making this world the paradise it could be. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at at the time, I was running workshops twenty to hundred people probably in a weekend. So I felt mm-hmm. okay, I can reach so many people. <coughs> part of it was also if I really, really get out there as a musician, I probably can reach more people than through the workshops. And so what I want to be more mindful with is to use music, to use Wolf Entertainment, the artists, to bring more love into this world. And I have a, a plan how to do it. And in that sense, I'm very happy to have you guys as a strategic partner because there are a few ideas that I'd like to run by you when, when we meet next week. Perfect. I love that. You know, that is beautiful because they always say music is a universal language. It is. It definitely and if is. You think about it, I, if you think about it, it brings people together yes. no matter what. Exactly. It, it crosses racial, cultural, ethnicity, all, that all of it crosses. Yes. It just brings people together because when there's a good song on or an inspirational song, you're just like, wow. And then yep. you don't even care about who you're with. Um, and uh, I, I love that. And, and we will definitely uh, be there next week. I'm so excited about meeting you. Um, it's going to be a in lot person, of fun yeah. in yeah. person. And, and um, yeah, we have a lot of, uh, I, I think God puts us on this earth to to do to do for others and to, to, to do the right thing and help people and, and spread There's the love. There's always a reason. And, and you don't meet people by accident. I agree. You don't. So um, this has been phenomenal to have you on the show. Yes, definitely. So. You know, listeners, please. We got. We found his music. We, yes, we're going to be playing your song, Helmet. So yeah, we've got music. So listen yes. up to Spring this. Spring in Sydney. Spring in Sydney, and, and you know, I've never been to Australia, but I want to go except for the bugs. Uh, except the spiders, though. So, I don't except do the spiders. Bugs. That's the only thing that's stopping me. I'm going to go. There's a hippie place there that I want to talk. There's a hippie <laughs> yeah, it's town. Called, it's called uh, Nimbin. Nimbit, that's it. I've Nimbit. heard about it. I'm going. Everybody, everybody is smoking pot up there. Well, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to smoke the pot, but I might, you know, do some other fun things. Uh-oh, I don't know what she's about to do. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> Jay, you stay home. Don't worry. What? I don't want to go to you. Bye, Helmet. Well, we'll talk next week. All right? Okay, we'll great. I'm looking forward to see you, and thanks for having me on the show. Yes, we'll see you in Amsterdam. The only word I can say correctly in Dutch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Amsterdam. Hey. <laughs> hey. Thank you so much right. for being on. Try, try this one. Godverdamme. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Yeah, Godverdamme. I got that. Everything bad, right? Everything bad we get. Oh, is that you got that one? I didn't even know about that one. It's a bad one. Yeah. Rob See, that shows that. you on my... Uh, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, really? Thank you. So thanks again for having me on the show, and uh, we have a whole bunch of other Wolf Entertainment artists that are going to be on your show, so it's very exciting, and I'm going to be following when our guys are on your show, and I'm going to help promoting it, and uh, um, so let's see what we all can do together to make this world a better place. Oh, and um, Hummel, before you go, please um, tell our listeners your... Um, how they can find um, Wolf Entertainment and contact you, the information you want to share. And uh, well, my musician's uh, website is uh, helmutwolf.com. Uh, Helmut is with two L, so helmutwolf.com. And uh, the label is wolfentertainment.com.au for Australia. Great. Perfect. So, you guys, if you're aspiring artists, you might want to look him up. And you want to change the world with music. If you want to change the world with music, Helmut's your guy. Helmut's your guy. I All tell right. you what, I got a, I got an email today from a 16-year-old a Lebanese girl who lives in Montreal. And she asked me, she says, I'm a singer, and if I can help her. And so we had like six or seven email exchanges. And he asked in the beginning, 
And he, how do you know about me? And he said, well, you're famous in my country and in the country where I live right now. I said, oh, interesting. I didn't even know there are people in Lebanon who know about me or heard, heard my music. So it's growing. And Wolf Entertainment is, is a bit like a family, you know. It's like Motown. We're all kind of yes. growing together. And so I'm very happy to have you uh, with us to help spread the word. Yes, yeah. and we will definitely do that. So thank you, Helmut. Take care and see you next week. Thank you. I'm looking forward okay. to it. Have Me a good too. night. You too. Bye. Bye. Wow. Great, great, great to partner with him. He's a great man. And I love Jay. Um, he has some really inspiring things to say. Um, I love how <clears throat> down to earth common is uh, with all that he does and, and all of his experience, as well as how he spoke on how um, he he really tries to be mindful in situations and 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 admits that sometimes we all make mistakes. So admits we don't, that we are, that we're not mean? always we're mindful. not always we try our hardest, but you know, sometimes and we. That's something that really. I mean, I wasn't me, mindful though. today sometimes, but that bothers me that sometimes people that are into mindfulness and into they pretend to not lose it. Oh, I lose <laughs> it, guys. I mean. I'm a chocolate princess. We're human, right? We're human. We're human beings, and it's okay to lose it. It's, it but it's good to say I'm sorry. Exactly. It's good to forgive. Exactly. And it's good to yes. learn that love is the first thing. I loved his last uh, his last question. What is the one thing you plan to do to be more mindful and, and take a mindful approach? And the fact that his music is going to take him there. I love that. that Me was too. Really that was one. something that was definitely. Uh, there was a couple things that were really. T it's great when you talk to somebody on a regular basis, but when you get these questions and you finally get more information about them and their thought process, it's like, wow, I didn't even expect him to say some of the things that he did. So it's really cool. So we're going to close a little bit early because we didn't have a time to play his music before, but I want everyone to hear that. Right. And so we, we're going to, we're going to give, Jay's going to leave you with a mindful thought. She, yeah, as you know, Jay is what uh, is our, intuitive person she's going to leave you a mindful thought and then i'd like you to think about that as you listen to the music that helmet's going to play for us go ahead jay so today i want you guys to just think about the process of letting go and let be and and just take time today after the show and while you listen to this just let be and and let go of some of the negativity that you've had today there's somebody probably today that i feel has had a lot of negativity come into their day and their life and they are stressed about it. And sometimes we need to be mindful of how we can release that stress and let go. So why don't you take this song? I've, I've heard beautiful things about it and listen to it myself. Um, so we're going to play it now. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And we will talk to you.
For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. <laughs> 